0: Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to The Education Burrito, a podcast that unwraps the everyday challenges in learning and teaching in education, exploring the ins and outs and highs and lows and different pedagogy approaches, enhancing student engagement amongst everything in education. My name is Q Sum and each episode I'll be joined by special guests as we unwrap The Education Burrito. Hello and welcome to this episode as part of a special podcast series to support the Annual Learning and Teaching Symposium organised by the Centre for Education, Teaching and Innovation at the University of Westminster. In this special Summer 2022 series, I'll be chatting with some of the speakers who will be giving us a flavour of their presentations and for you to have the opportunity to join in the conversations to find out more. So, for this episode. I'm so pleased to be joined by Dr. Andy Pitchford, who is the head of the Centre for Education, Teaching and Innovation, also known as SETI at the University of Westminster. Andy, Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi, it's really, really great to be here. And this fulfills a personal ambition to suck into the education burrito <laughs> because I'm a huge fan. So it's great to be part of the process.
0: Well, thank you for coming along, Andy. And the one of the reasons that I've invited you on today's episode is that you are organising this annual symposium. But before we get onto that, for those who don't know who you are, could you just give us a brief summary of what do you do at Westminster?
1: Yeah, sure. So most universities have a central learning and teaching support unit and normally that those teams of people that they might have individuals within them who've had a career in that space sometimes it's people who've come from other academic careers often as teachers but sometimes as researchers or from professional service areas and anyway the job of those units is to help teaching focused colleagues to develop their skills and enhance their work we do lots and lots of things at Westminster and it's a very I think it's a really creative environment but It's those two areas of work that these centers are most associated with. So professional development of of colleagues, and then helping to encourage colleagues to shape curriculum, but also things like teaching spaces and classrooms and VLEs, virtual environments, as well as physical ones. So at Westminster, our unit is called SETI, the Centre for Education and Teaching Innovation. We've got a lovely team of 24, 25 people who work in various ways to support colleagues. And I'm I've been here a year, and it's a really lovely role, a very inspirational institution. And it's been really yeah, lovely to start to understand it and see how we can start to share ideas and build on the great foundations there are here.
0: That's great, that's fantastic. So we are here to talk about the symposium so for those who are wondering about what this is could you just share what is this annual learning and teaching symposium at westminster
1: well imagine a university of the past that had one one campus colleagues would see each other on a on a daily basis share lunch maybe eat and have refreshments with students have lots of informal conversations if you imagine that sort of scenario You can probably think that pedagogical ideas, learning and teaching ideas, could spread quite quickly. And whilst some parts of university life these days might be like that, for the most part it's not. Most academics work for multi-campus universities, they'll be quite siloed for a number of reasons. Some of that is cultural, so the way that we work with different disciplines And The way our education is oriented to specialisms in the UK means that we do get a bit closed. Sometimes it's difficult for us to look beyond our immediate subject area. Other educational systems are more broad and you might argue more liberal to an extent, so that they look at a sort of broader base of knowledge. But in the UK, we tend to be quite siloed with our knowledge and the way that we construct knowledge. And then the credit system in the UK means that we, again, sometimes people think that this is a normal way to do things, but not realising that it's actually been constructed at a particular point in time. We have modular systems. And again, that sort of encourages you to imagine knowledge as something that can be compartmentalised and and stuck in one unit of learning. And you'll often hear these criticisms that students don't carry the learning from one module to the other, or that, you know, they, they sort of tick off a module and forget about it. And that, Rationalization and compartmentalization of knowledge is problematic. It's problematic for learning, but it's also problematic because as teachers and teaching professionals, we regard knowledge like that as well. We play a part in that packaging process, all of which means at a very simple level, we don't talk to to each other very much. We don't share ideas very much. So my role is to try to find ways to break through that and try to encourage more collaboration, more engagement, more discussion. And we can try and do that online and we can try and do that from, through small scale events. But in my experience, the most effective ways of doing that are to have bigger, more celebratory events that pull lots of people together that are stimulating because they draw on many forms of knowledge and many approaches to teaching and can therefore be very stimulating, sometimes a bit uncomfortable, because you might be hearing from somebody that teaches in a very different way to you, or who facilitates learning in a very different way. But all of that is, I think, can create a very productive space for colleagues. So lots of universities run their own symposia, or they run conferences that that facilitate this need, but not all I was really pleased when I when I came to Westminster to find that there was a symposium and we ran what appears to be a pretty, very nice programme last year. It was all online, understandably, but for so many reasons, it will be so lovely to get nice big group of colleagues together to enjoy some stimulating conversations, to have some discussions and to start to think about not only things that we we might change or that we might improve, and we don't get the chance to reflect on that very much or celebrate it or hear from others who are perhaps spearheading particular parts of work so when i was a a, a sort of junior academic myself i'd I'd sometimes go along to conferences like this and 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 think oh it's quite nice free cup of tea nice onion bargee, bit of a chat and not really appreciate the community building aspects of event like events like this and how important they are and how they can really push against the tendency that we're probably all experiencing for higher education to be sometimes a little bit isolating at the moment, particularly through the pandemic and post pandemic, we're all struggling a bit with how much we should be in work face to face, where we should be, how we should be engaging with people, what forms of interaction work. So I think it's really important that we have these kinds of celebratory events, get people together and recognize the great work that's going on.
0: As a fantastic summary there, Andy, and you've highlighted really the importance of having this symposium, not just for colleagues to share about their research, but having those dialogues between colleagues, between disciplines and not everyone to work in silos, but work in a more collaborative way. So coming back to this symposium then, so for this year's theme, it's evolving around developing inclusive and compassionate capabilities for a sustainable world. Could you just give us a high level brief summary of these themes in the symposium and the perhaps the, the keynotes or the workshops or parallel sessions that are to come?
1: Again, one of the, the challenges that we have at SETI is helping colleagues realise that they're part of a bigger entity. Of course, every discipline, Q is important. Nutrition is very important in its own terms, but we do, we do share membership of a wider institution. So one of our tasks is to try to remind people of that and try to find ways to knit that institution together horizontally, if you like, to facilitate conversations across, across the institution, so the themes that we've chosen relate to the kinds of priorities that the university has more widely for learning and teaching. And lots of colleagues will share these, but it's just a way for us to flag them most obviously and shine a light on them really so that we can share practice and insight into some of the areas that our university thinks is really important. The University's Learning and Teaching Symposia this year, you'd probably find quite a few that were looking at EDI issues or who were looking at sustainability in the curriculum. And, and it's good that lots of institutions are contemplating those issues. I think Westminster is a really distinctive institution. And we hope that the themes for this event reflect that distinctiveness. So yes, we'll be looking at inclusion and strategies to include learners from all backgrounds in the curriculum in various ways. Yes, we'll be looking at education for sustainable development and looking at innovations in that space. But we're also bringing to bear one of the institutional's key values, which is compassion. And we have a lovely body of knowledge developing within the institution on compassionate pedagogy. So we hope that by bringing together these three themes, we, we offer quite a broad canvas. So you know, lots of people in the institution will be able to present on those themes or be able to contribute to them, but we're also doing it in a way that reminds us of what is special about Westminster and, and, and how the values of the institution permeate the curriculum and affect how, how students learn as well.
0: That's good. And I think just from looking at the programme, I myself find that that there's so many things that colleagues are doing across Westminster that we don't really know much. And it's through these activities, for example the symposium, that we get to hear those conversations, get to hear those wonderful research that they're doing to support academics or staff and students experience at Westminster. And like you said, Westminster is very distinctive in terms of the strategies and the way that we connect and hopefully yeah through this symposium I hope that colleagues will come together and to share those practices and experience to help further develop higher education in the future.
1: Well it's, it's been so difficult hasn't it in the last couple of years because we we've had to work in a different way and whilst the technology that we've engaged has been really wonderful in many respects hasn't it it's enabled us to work in lots of different and new ways I think we being able to engage properly and in positive conversations with colleagues has been really difficult. The the sort of thing that you might accidentally bump into in a work situation, in a physical situation, is much more difficult online. So I think think events like this are are really, really important. So we're really keen that people do come along. What else can we say to get you along? There's a beautiful buffet. There's At the end of the day, we've got the Westminster Learning and Teaching Excellence Awards that people have recently nominated colleagues for. So that's a nice way to end the day and to celebrate. The Vice-Chancellor is opening the event. We've got obviously a great programme in place. So yeah, we'd love it if people were able to come along and, and join in.
0: Great. To wrap up then, what's the one thing that you want colleagues to get out of from this symposium?
1: So we've got we've got four, I think, really stimulating and challenging keynotes. So Julie Hilm, more on inclusion than compassion. Doug Bourne from UCL will have a focus on sustainability. Dave Thomas, who's coming from the University of Kent, he will focus more on EDI issues. And then Jan MacArthur, who's from the University of Lancaster, will be part of the online version of the symposium on the Friday. And she is presenting on authentic assessment and social justice. All of those keynotes are, I think, they represent really cutting edge practice and excellent teaching practice. But they also, you know, force us to think about our practice in a critical way, so my main hope is that colleagues can come and engage with those keynotes to get a sense of what the sector is saying about these issues. Can have chance to discuss that and mull over, consider, reflect on the extent to which those themes are pertinent to us and relevant to us. But then go and engage with some of the presentations that our own staff are making. To see, you know, to see what the connections are, to see if associating those ideas and comparing those ideas give give us some, some other ground for for innovation and and change. So I, I hope the way we've laid out the symposium means that you get the, the challenge of the keynotes. We then have an opportunity for colleagues to discuss that in quite an informal way. And then we have the local practice that is then sort of presented in that context. So I think, I think the the format should work really well. Lots of opportunity for conversations, lots of chances to bump into people you haven't seen for a long time, lots of chances to hear from people who are really inspirational and doing really wonderful things. So I think, I think it, it promises to be a really, a really special day.
0: Well, that sounds amazing. Well, I'm afraid that's all we have time for for today's episode. Andy, if people wants to contact you to have more conversations, how can they do so?
1: So the programme will be coming out this coming week and that will be on our that'll be coming to all users either through the SETI newsletter or actually through the Vice Chancellor's communications, which I think are this Friday. So I don't think you'll be able to avoid news of the symposium. The key thing is just clicking into the links to make sure you book in and make arrangements to come along.
0: Great. I just want to say a big thank you to you again, Dr. Andy Pitchford, for joining us today and sharing the wonderful and amazing Learning and Teaching Symposium that you're organising this year at University of Westminster. And for you listeners out there, do come back next time as I have another conversation with another speaker from this year's Learning and Teaching Symposium. Andy, thank you.
1: Great. Thanks very much, Keith.
0: Thank you so much for your time and tuning into the Education Burrito. Make sure to hit the subscribe button on whichever platform you're listening on and be sure to like it and share it on social media, tagging us at the hashtag The Education Burrito. If you have enjoyed our chat today and fancy coming on to the show, no matter as a student or member of staff, do drop us a message as we unwrap learning and teaching in The Education Burrito.